So recently I was scrolling TikTok and a student had posted about a teacher at their school and they had a list of words that students could not use or they would be kicked out of class. And a lot of these words are what we call AAVE or African-American vernacular, Ebonics, slang. And to me, that feels stifling. As a black woman who goes to work and code switches every single day, that's exhausting. And I feel as children, you should be able to get an education and learn while still being authentic. Love Girls, the podcast is all about storytelling and empowerment. Our mission is to amplify the voices of women and girls and talk about the things that matter to them most. Love speaks to the support we give each other as we search for our own path to success. Lead, overcome, value, empower. That's love. Because every girl has a story. And our stories matter. This is Kayla Babers, and we're back with another episode of Love Girls, the podcast. Today, we have some very bright students from Moline High School, and they're going to talk about some of the interactions they've had with teachers, staff, and students this school year. Um, we're going to go down the line here, and we're going to introduce everybody. Hi, my name is Delaya Gassimsi. I'm 15. Hi, my name is Angela Fetzi, and I am a sophomore, 15 years old, at Moline High School. Hi, I'm Tamiria Dixon. Um, I'm 17, a senior at Moline High School. This Black History Month, we're gonna kind of touch on some subjects of what it's like to be an African-American, BIPOC, POC, whatever label, you know, they decide to put on us, um, maneuvering in a PWI or predominantly white institution as a young black woman or person in the Quad Cities. Um, For those that don't know, the Quad Cities is a little community made up of a couple communities. We have Rock Island, Moline, Davenport, and Bettendorf. It's interesting that I've almost 15 years removed from high school and the same issues that I was dealing with as an AP student, um, these young ladies are dealing with as well. Um, So I just want to kick it off with, we're gonna do a little icebreaker, um, this or that. So this is this or that Black History Month edition. Audrey Lord or Maya Angelou? Maya Angelou. I say Maya as well. Yeah, Maya. Maya across the board? Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay, so this one, we, you know, some might say it's a little stereotypical, but we all know that stereotypes stem from a little bit of truth, right? Mm-hmm. So we have fried chicken <laughs> or macaroni and cheese. Oh, I already oh, know the no. answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, fried chicken. Mac and cheese all the way. Mm-mm, chicken. Ooh, okay, okay, oh, okay. okay. Okay, so we're, we're going to move down the line. So we have cartoons, black cartoons. Mm-hmm. The Proud Family or the Boondocks? Boondocks. Boondocks. That's just Boondocks. like non-negotiable. Sure. Yeah. Non-negotiable? Okay. I love me some Riley Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, to hear. I thought you, I might be too old, like the Boondocks reference might be too old, but I, I'm glad y'all are, y'all have been put on. Oh, for sure. Um, let's see, Summer Walker or SZA? SZA. Mm. How are y'all like thinking about this? I like SZA's music. I like. I'm, I'm gonna say SZA. Yeah, SZA. SZA. Okay, okay, okay. 
you guys are kind of all on the same page here. And then we'll round it out with um, movies. Dream girls or hidden figures? That's hard. That's so hard. <laughs> I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say hidden figures. I really respect dream girls, though. Close second? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I haven't watched either. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched I was just about to say, I've never watched those movies. <laughs> I'm not going to take y'all black card. Because I'm old. <laughs> you all go to Moline High School. How does the enrollment of black students in AP classes compare to the other ethnic groups in the school? And can you kind of give us, if you're able to, a dashboard of what other ethnicities go to Moline High School? It, for me, it's always been, I was one of three black kids in um, my AP class barely any other like Hispanics or um, Asian Pacific like races or identities there. So it was majority white for me and it kind of split me up from many friend groups that I've had because I've always had to be in those classes and not really connect with my other, you know, black friends or uh, Hispanic friends. So it really split me up. And uh, just because I was going on a route that was going to be better for my education and I would be able to get more out of my education, it kind of was like a sacrifice for me. Um, Even just some of the topics that we talk about in AP, uh, since it is like college board, it's less focused on the actual um, oppression that these groups go through like African Americans, Native Americans that we actually had to go through when we're speaking about history. Talking about like the diversity in these groups, like and especially at the school, uh, a lot of my friends can vouch and say that I've always said that I wanted to go to different schools like UT or Rocky because they have um, larger ethnic groups or more people just looking like me. And I think, because I remember when I was your age and there was this like line split down the middle and being in AP classes, you felt separated from the collective, which you're going through these classes. The classes aren't easy. And then you don't have a support system of people that look like you and can understand. And that made it even harder. So it's like, I'm going through this. And being so young, at the time, you don't think you're young at 16. But y'all are babies. So that's a lot to deal with. And I, how do you guys cope with that separation or that divide? Well, me, I still talk to my friends outside of school, all this. And honestly, I encourage them to join these AP and honors classes because when I was young, I joined these honors classes in seventh grade Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sixth grade. I was just in regular classes, but they decided that I was a little, I don't know, like a little above that. Um, Brag on yourself, girl. You're smart. You're smart. You're smart. And so it was like, I'm a regular student going into these honors classes. So it's not like I, oh, I'm studying for all of these. Like I'm putting myself up 
mm-hmm. and just making myself sound smarter. Like I just try, mm-hmm. and I try with all my might, and you I put in work. I do. I do. <laughs> put in work, and I tell my friends mm-hmm. to start. Like they they can do that too. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be a certain type of like smart or like mm-hmm. you can be who you are and still go into these classes. Just put in that effort, and then you're gonna succeed. friends that like, wow, they're bright. They just don't have the access. They don't have the support or the knowledge to take that step forward. I for sure do. I have one of my friends, she's just now moved into um, the honors English. And because she wasn't in these classes, like prior years, it was Mm -hmm. definitely harder for her to transition. And she's doubting herself, but she's a very, very bright girl. if she made that switch earlier, that sh- then she would mm-hmm. for sure like excel in those classes. A lot of things are systemic. And as children, you put a lot of weight into grades. Look, I'm going to put my business out there. <laughs> I am a visual communications major. And I got a 17 on the ACT. Mm. People would say I'm bright. I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn. Not to say that necessarily school comes easy to me. It's just enjoyable. And when I saw that 17, Mm -hmm. I put all my energy into that little number Mm -hmm. that didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe moving forward, teachers, administrators, students can advocate for other ways to identify who can excel in advanced classes. So recently I was scrolling TikTok and a student had posted about a teacher at their school and they had a list of words that students could not use or they would be kicked out of class. And a lot of these words are what we call AAVE or African-American vernacular, Ebonics, slang. And to me, that feels stifling as a black woman who goes to work and code switches every single day, that's exhausting. And I feel as children, you should be able to get an education and learn while still being authentic. So I'd be interested in seeing what kind of experiences you have all had with that. And is Moline High School the most culturally sensitive when it comes to just being authentically Black? I remember I had an experience, I don't know what grade I was in, but... I didn't have much friends in elementary, but I had this, like, one friend who was also Togolese. And I was talking to her in Togolese because, you know, I didn't have other friends to talk to in Togolese. So I was talking to her because I connected with her the most. And my teacher was just like, um, English, please. No, no other languages. And I was like, huh? She's like, English, please. No, no, whatever you're speaking. I was like. Oh, okay. So I was really like, I was really offended. But like, since I, I was like, I was like, in my house, I'm taught like, you're young, don't ever like talk back to them, don't, mm-hmm. or like trying to like, you know, like you're not grown yet. So, yeah, you know, be quiet. So I was like, okay. And I spoke English like throughout that whole year and never like, it didn't come out of my mouth in that mm-hmm. class. 
And my friend, she was like, you know, I'm going to say that we can't speak Ewe no more in our school. That's what she thought when she, our teacher said that. And as part of the diaspora, we come in many different shades, colors, languages. And I think people forget that black folks, brown folks, we're not a monolith. We come in all shapes, sizes, fonts, um, and that's unfortunate that you experience that um, because for some, I remember being in high school, and when you hear negative things from teachers and counselors, me, I'm feisty and I'm stubborn, <laughs> so I was going to do everything in my power to prove you wrong, but with some of my peers, that was stifling, and they believed that and they internalized that, so I think... This is a shout out to all teachers, all people working with young people, is that words have power. And kids might not remember exactly what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel as a student. So we'll, we'll wrap up this episode. Um, but I want each of you to kind of tell our listeners what are your goals and aspirations. Like, are we going to see y'all running for president? Um, Mrs. President, just let me know so I can say I was on the podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs> just give us a little a little insight into what uh, your future is going to look like. Okay, I guess I'll start. <laughs> um, since I'm a senior, um, I actually plan to get my master's in five years in communications and hopefully okay. minor. Yeah, because I know your communications. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you got to chat. <laughs> So a minor in like some type of business management or business administration. Um, I hope to eventually move to Chicago, which I really want to move to Chicago. Okay, and then um, after that, I plan to move back home. South, I mean, not South, North Carolina. South <laughs> and North Carolina are basically my homes because I have family in both. But um, I hope to move back to the Carolinas. I want to be some type of healthcare professional. I just want to help people like that look like me, you know, and <laughs> just, you know, fight through whatever challenges that will come up in that situation. And so I just hope I can get through that. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I want to be an ultrasound technician. So, I mean, I want to be a lot of things, but... For right now, I'm studying <laughs> for ultrasound technician because at first I wanted to be a, a labor and delivery. And I was like, mm, no, not really for me. You know, I love babies, but not really for me. <laughs> and then I was like pediatrician or something like that. But I started with um, ultrasound because I really enjoy it, I guess. So nice. I'll see where that leads me. Very nice. Well, I need some communications. And I need some doctors because if y'all have listened to the episode, our heart episode, your girl is in search of POC healthcare providers and they are not in abundance here in the Quad Cities. So you all are going to grow into women that are going to fill a need wherever you are. Um, and that's a blessing in and of itself. Just walk around like you, you are that girl because I mean, y'all are. So it's very exciting. I'm glad you guys came here today, even scared. I hope I didn't scare y'all off from doing any more podcast episodes because I know our listeners want to continue to hear from you. And that is our episode. My name is Kayla Babers, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Love Girls, the podcast. <laughs>